Hey y'all. I know that I have completely fallen off the wagon of recording these podcasts and and doing this regularly, but school's been crazy. My life's been crazy. Um, and honestly, I didn't feel that this was the thing to do. I didn't feel like I had a position to speak from because when things got hard and when COVID hit and when things started making me nervous and school started getting hard, instead of running to God, which I knew was the right thing to do, I went in the opposite direction, took everything into my own hands or attempted to and tried to do everything in my own strength. And if I had tried to make podcasts in that time and if I had tried to tell you guys these deep spiritual truths or whatever, I would have been being fake to you guys and fake to myself and I didn't want to do that um I want to be genuine and the purpose of making this podcast was to go on a journey of genuine faith and so that's why I'm being completely transparent with you guys and um so actually I had coffee with a pastor of a church that's here in Starkville and it really it's really impacted me what he said to me um We talked about a little bit of how I hold on to the things in my past and how sometimes it's really hard for me to believe that God still loves me after all the stuff that I've done and been through and and all of that. And he told me, he said, you know, there's nothing you can do that will make God love you any less, but also there's nothing that you can do that will make God love you any bit more. And that really hit me because I have constantly found my identity in being a good person or being somebody that people look up to or think highly of. And the things that I've done in my past and my secret sins and just the mistakes that I've made that weigh heavy on my heart, these things go against that good person image that I have. And so I didn't like myself anymore after I did those things. And I just assumed wrongly that that God was going to feel the same way. And that's the farthest thing from the truth, um, and and breaking down that lie and replacing it with biblical truth has been a struggle, and I haven't really known where to start or where to go in the Bible for that, but um, the pastor that I spoke to, he told me to go read Ephesians 1 and 2 and pay attention specifically to everywhere that it says in Christ and the things that it says that I am and that we as a body of believers are in Christ, and Honestly, I didn't do that for a few weeks because I I just, my mind felt busy and I didn't know how to sit down and really quiet all the voices and just speak to God and spend that time with Him. But today, today I sat down just to read it, just to say that I had read it, really wasn't expecting, you know, anything out of it, but y'all, my entire viewpoint has just been turned upside down. And I'm not just saying that everything's just magically fixed and, oh, wow, I forgive myself. But the things that God has in his word of how he thinks about us and what we are in him, I just, I've overlooked it. I don't, I don't know about y'all. I'm not going to speak for you, but let me, let me just read you Ephesians 1 and 2. And then I'm going to go back and just talk about some of the things that God has shown me in this because it's, it's been a lot. Um. Okay, so Ephesians 1, starting in verse 1, says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, 
Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the Father, sorry, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And then chapter two says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised up with him and seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no man may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Therefore remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at one time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two so making peace and might reconcile us both to god in one body through the cross thereby killing the hostility 
And he came and preached peace to you who are far off, and peace to those who are near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Now that was a lot, but the application of that is insane. I mean, it's pretty straightforward as it speaks to us, but for me specifically, just going through and and seeing where it says, you know, through Jesus, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. We are chosen. We are holy. We are blameless. We are adopted as sons and daughters. We are redeemed. We are forgiven according to his grace. And that's a big one for me because I feel like I struggle so much because I try to forgive myself in my own power or act like I have to earn God's forgiveness when he's already freely given it to me. And the part that really gets me is verse 13 of chapter 1 where it says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. That word sealed just gets me because I I try to go back a lot to my relationship with Jesus before some of the bigger mistakes that I've made. I try to say, you know, oh, I was so close with Jesus and, and I walked right with him and, and that was probably the height of my of my relationship with God and I wish I could go back there, but but no. I didn't lose anything. I created distance between myself and God. He didn't move. I created that distance. But I didn't lose him because the second I believed in him, I was sealed with the Holy Spirit. And that same Holy Spirit is still in my heart now. That relationship I had with God, it's still continuing. This is just another phase of it. This is just another season of walking with him. And even though it might not look exactly like it looked back then, that doesn't mean that I'm hopeless. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love me. It doesn't mean that I can't get back in his in his favor because I never left it. He loves me just as much today as he loved me the day that he saved me. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And this this is just such a message of hope. Because the world we live in is so broken and there's so much sin and depravity and and things that society and the world tries to tell us it's okay. But no matter what, no matter how far we've fallen, no matter how far the distance is between us and God or or how far the distance feels, like verse 13 of chapter 2 says, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He draws us close to him no matter how far away we've wandered. He knows us, he loves us, and we're his. No matter what. This has been kind of all over the place and I've kind of rambled a little bit, but I just, I had to share what God was saying to me in this time because I feel like a way that Satan's kind of gotten to me in this in this frame of mind that I've been in is saying oh I'm the only one going through this I'm the only one that understands what I'm going through nobody else is struggling as much as me and that's just not true 
that's just not true. Other people go through the same thing. Other people go through worse things. We're all struggling. We're all sinners, and we're all in different stages of life and and brokenness. And I'm not the only one who goes through the things that I go through. And if if anyone can find hope from from the things that I'm learning and the things that God's teaching me, if anybody can find a message in that or find a hope in that, then that's that's the goal. Um, so yeah, thank you for for listening to me and for um, interpreting my rambling. But um, yeah, end of story. God is really cool, and He loves us, and you can never do anything to lose his love or to earn it it's yours and it's freely given to you and i hope that that that's something that you can really hold on to and take to heart and believe in the depth of your heart and never lose sight of that because it's true it's real and yeah so i don't know where things are going to go from here i am still trying to figure out life and where I'm at with God and my relationship with him. But eventually these podcasts are something I want to come back to doing. So stay tuned and hopefully I will talk to you guys in the future.